It's time to wake up with today's top news from the morning show. A homicide investigation continues in Beaumont. Police were called to a shooting in the 4300 block of Woodlawn Avenue around 1 a.m. Sunday. When officers arrived, they found the 29 year old Tyler Womack of Beaumont on the porch of a home with multiple gunshot wounds. He was pronounced dead on scene a short time later. Investigators found a trail of blood that led back to a nearby home. That's where they believe evidence shows the initial shooting happened. Right now, police are not releasing details about a possible motive. There's no suspect information at this time either. Residents who live in the neighborhood say it's not uncommon to see a large group of people hanging out in the area, especially at nighttime, and some say they're afraid. I understand our police are overworked, and I understand that with all the trouble that's going on, they're probably fearful for their own lives. So I'm just, I, I just don't feel safe here, but I can't leave. Detectives are asking anyone with information about this crime to contact Beaumont Police at 409-832-1234. You can also contact Southeast Texas Crime Stoppers at 833-TIPS. You can remain anonymous and could be eligible for a cash reward. A man is in the Jefferson County Jail this morning accused of aggravated sexual assault of a child. Beaumont Police say a 13-year-old girl reported the assault to police over the weekend. Happened in the 300 block of Pine Street in Beaumont. According to Justice of the Peace, Ben Collins Sr., that suspect is identified as Victor Manuel Carrillo Ramirez. Ramirez is being held on a half a million dollar bond. A Port Arthur man is dead after police say he hit a utility pole while driving. Police say the crash happened in the 2800 block of MLK at about 1030 Saturday morning. Police have not released the driver's name. Justice of the Peace Brad Burnett says the man was 47 years old and lived in Port Arthur. He says the driver was wearing a seatbelt. Judge Burnett has ordered an autopsy. The video comes to us courtesy of six shooter LD Ray. And another weekend crash in Port Arthur sends one person to the hospital. It happened in the 6500 block of Memorial just before 6 o'clock Sunday morning. Police say the driver was heading south when the vehicle left the highway and ended up overturned between trees. The driver of the car was taken to Christus St. Elizabeth Hospital. The person's current condition is unknown and the circumstances surrounding that crash still under investigation. This video comes to us also courtesy of six shooter LD Ray. The demand for drainage solutions growing in one orange neighborhood, especially after a rainy start to July. Homeowners say it doesn't take a downpour to create flooding in the Claremont subdivision. As the morning shows Ian Chris reports, this is not a one time problem. People who live on Norwood Drive in the Claremont subdivision of Orange say water rises in a matter of minutes, even when the rain isn't torrential. When it rains, it doesn't take a lot of rain for it to start flooding in that area, and it holds a long time. Uh, just one end of the neighborhood drains off, the other end doesn't. And I mean, I've lost my house three times during the storms and different things. Kirk Henson came to the Orange Boat Ramp to take his mind off the rainfall. He feels the drainage district can do more to reduce the flooding. They just need to come out and get with the people that lives in those neighborhoods and find out just what's what, you know. I think that would kind of, you know, put a shed on what's happening. Puddles of water line the street after only a brief rainfall. Henson says flooding has become a problem for him in recent years, and he wants a solution so his family doesn't have to move away from the city he calls home. I mean, it's been times I started just throwing a towel and move, you know, leave this area, you know, kind of. But this is hometown, and you know, we love it here, and this is. But it gets frustrating at times, and you know, sometimes you know, heartfelt, you know. I mean, just want to give up sometimes. 
Hinton will continue pushing for answers to help a neighborhood still recovering from Hurricane Laura. And I feel the pain too because I went through it. I just was able to recover, you know, and it's just kind of, you know, my heart goes out to them as well, you know. And just hopefully we'll get something done here soon. We were unable to reach the drainage district for a comment. The city of Vider is working to demolish abandoned properties that are considered substandard and dangerous. The city says it's been watching three abandoned homes for some time and has contacted the owners telling them to maintain or fix up the structure. The owners have a time frame to clean up their properties. If that doesn't happen, the homes will be demolished and the land put up for sale. One man tells us the deserted houses have made it difficult to attract potential tenants to move into his rental property because no one wants to live across the street from an eyesore. Either make the people pay the taxes or take the land. Most of these properties are back taxes properties. People can go out and spend $2,500 to $5,000 and then they have an asset that they can take to a bank, use as collateral and actually build an asset that will create them passive income. The city will have a second hearing at its next meeting and put a plan in motion to move forward. If the owners don't meet the city's requirements by the deadline, the structures will be torn down. The cost of demolition will come out of the city's budget. And now your daily weather forecast from the most trusted weather team in Southeast Texas. Well, good morning, Southeast Texas. I'm meteorologist Chad Samuel. You are waking up on this July Monday morning. And we're anticipating some showers and thunderstorms to move through the area. Pretty good coverage of showers expected up into the lakes area. Tyler, Jasper, Newton County in particular, working its way towards Hardin, Orange, and Jefferson County a little bit later in the day today. Temperatures still have the potential to reach up to about 90 degrees in the Triangle. A little bit cooler in the lakes thanks to the morning showers. The other thing that we're going to have to watch out for on this Monday, a little bit of Saharan dust. We've kind of picked it up over the last few days, and it does look like, according to the models, it could peak out this afternoon. Might not make much of a difference because of the rain in the area, but something to keep your eyes on just in case. Now, as far as we go through the rest of the week, temperatures are going to be very typical for this time of July. Overnight lows are going to be in the middle to upper 70s, and the afternoon highs are going to be generally into the lower 90s. Now, as far as rain chances go, we'll still see a few isolated showers coming up in the forecast for your Tuesday. About a 30% coverage with winds out of the south, and they'll be fairly light much of, much of the week. By Wednesday, that would be the best chance for us to get a break from the showers and storms looking only at about a 20 percent coverage coming up for your wednesday afternoon highs probably topping out at about 90 to 92 degrees heading through thursday and friday it looks like another disturbance comes in with southeast winds coming off the gulf of mexico so we'll look for about a 40 percent coverage of showers and thunderstorms for your thursday and friday Again, that may be the best chance of rain we have after today throughout the rest of the week. Heading into the weekend, not too bad. We'll be looking at that typical 20 to 30% coverage of showers and storms for both Saturday and Sunday. Afternoon high temperatures both days. Pretty close to normal for this time of year, right at 92 degrees. Now, of course, we'll continue to keep our eyes on the tropics. Not much happening out there, and certainly with a couple of waves of Saharan dust moving through the Gulf of Mexico, that should limit or limit the potential for any tropical activity. But again, it looks like things in the tropics are pretty quiet, at least for the next several days. Now, of course, if you want to keep tabs on all your weather information, you can go to our website, kfdm.com. Also, you can check out our uh, interactive radar, great tool to have in case these showers and storms develop in your area. And don't forget our weather app. It's available on your iOS and Android devices. So just a quick recap on your Monday, looking for partly to mostly cloudy skies. 
80% coverage of showers and thunderstorms in the lakes and a 50% coverage in the Triangle. Winds today generally out of the southwest at about 10 to 15 miles an hour. That's going to do it for your Monday forecast. Make it a great day, everyone. Thanks for listening to the KFTM Morning Show Wake Up Podcast. Join us again tomorrow morning for your daily news and weather from the most trusted team in Southeast Texas.